Hey everyone, I'm Sarthak. And I'm Kaushpav. And welcome to the latest episode of The Sledgehammer. This is the first edition of our new segment called Short Leg, where we pick up one memorable match or incident that we have both watched and talk about it. And since Kaus is about 12 years old, we'll probably end up picking something very recent. Thanks, man. Thanks. 12 years old, it seems. Nice. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, given that... Uh, Okay, so lockdown has been sort of lifted, but uh, given that it's still uh, doom and gloomy all around, and uh, we've become like pretty big sadists sitting in the house, so I thought, why not make it worse for ourselves and uh, relive the amazing uh, match that every Indian fan has blocked out of their memory, which is the 2007 uh, World Cup uh, group game versus Bangladesh. Excellent. Did, so you should have yeah, asked so me to did, get a knife with me. <laughs> what did you think of this? Uh... Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, like looking at the scorecard, it it doesn't look like a team that is designed to win a World Cup. Firstly, and since we both watched the team, we know how that. Like we both watched the match, we know how the team functioned. It wasn't a slick, mean machine by any way, and it was an oldish-looking team, right? Uh, and the strike rates, I, I'm looking at the scorecard as we speak, and the strike rates are baffling. 51 Ganguly, 33 Sehwag and Uthappa and Tendulkar were out quick. Tendulkar also like batted at number 4, 26 strike rate. It's striking that like in 2007, we were playing that kind of cricket. And uh, this is like a few months prior to the T20 World Cup and the IPL, right? And a year prior to the IPL. So yeah, when we look at from that perspective, it's pretty stark kind of scorecard it it looks like this team was off like to me it so i wouldn't say off like considering like world cup here so you will still feel ki okay we have a chance and uh, the regardless of the whole like uh, dressing room and uh, how chapel might have molded it or what i want to look into there we still went into this world cup with like a lot of uh, like good players like i mean good as an understatement we are like Ganguly, Sehwag, uh, Tendulkar, Dravid, Yuvraj, Dhoni, all. And these are all players who have not, either they have a lot of experience behind them or they are coming into this World Cup on the, like after months and months of experimentation and figuring out different roles and what I want to call it. So we still went into this World Cup not without the expectation of uh, wanting to win it. Like it was still expected that we'll do well. Obviously, and, as an Indian team, like, you always carry that yeah. expectation, yeah. Yeah, and it, it didn't come from jingoism. I remember very, very well that uh, this there was still expectations riding behind this team. And uh, like a couple of years before this was uh, like Dhoni's coming of age. A couple of years before this was Yuvaraj getting molded into the squad. And you had a like, so I didn't look up the matches prior to this, but you had a point to make here about like what our form was like before this game. Yeah, so... Uh... Our form was catchy in the sense that the 2006 Champions Trophy was held in India around like the Diwali time and we fared horribly, right? So we were in a group with West Indies, Australia and England and we lost to West Indies in Australia. And even England, we like almost lost to, like they scored 125 and we had to like really struggle to get past that. So a uh, pretty, pretty bad Champions Trophy. And then we went to South Africa and got thrashed. Uh, and this was the uh, this was a time when uh, a dancer was part of the Indian cricket team. 
I don't know if you remember or not. Could hit six yeah, once be, in a while. <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, but yeah, this is the Andre Nil dance, hundred percent. This is the Andre Nil dance. But so the one day series we lost four nil, and uh, then we came back home and uh, uh, we faced the two teams we never faced, which is West Indies and Sri Lanka, and uh, we kind of beat them. But this was a like the 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 form was sketchy. Leading. Yeah, this was not like the Sri Lanka of, uh, today where we play them just to like. uh enable stats padding this was like a good sri lankan team this was a very good sri lankan team and i'm glad you brought that up because uh and I'm, i'm probably skipping like two steps here but uh, post bangladesh and post facing bermuda in the second match when we faced up to sri lanka in the third match which was which turned out to be the last match in the tournament for us we never looked like winning a match from the first ball of the game we just looked behind So that is a very solid Sri Lanka team, and this was a Sri Lanka team who were very good at tournaments. In '96 they had won. Uh, they struggled in '99, but in 2003 they had made it to the semi-finals. In 2007 they would make it to the finals. Uh, they would make it to the finals again in 2011, and the same core kind of followed through. So it's a very good Sri Lanka team. Uh, so up and down form leading up, and what I remember from the match is. Uh, so uh like you brought it up right that india chose to bat first uh on a on a moist pitch uh, yeah, not so i did not know this was universally banned so i came to know about uh, like considering them we are reopening old wounds and i did not remember much of this game purely by choice uh, after rewatching uh, the highlight reel on youtube and after reading up a couple of like analysis articles on this uh dravid was banned for uh, batting first on a pitch that was sort of capable of doing something and uh, this uh, harkens back to that era where hum logo chase karna nahi aata or like just to want to chase something is like nahi we are not going to do it so but by this time we had become good chasers this was a good year and a half since dhoni and yuvraj started that trend of chasing down totals for fun uh they started in that pakistan series then we went to pakistan and if you remember dhoni with that blond hair where even musharraf was kind of making remarks on his hair so that trend had started and under chapel and dravid we had become a very good coach uh, chasing team uh, so it wasn't that it was it was a surprising decision yes but the pitch wasn't demonished and this and pitch wasn't not something these people haven't seen before like a that and secondly yeah. it wasn't uh, Auckland 2002 green top or Hamilton 2002 green top, right? Where Daryl Toffey looked like Pete Glennagher. So this was huh. a fairly like, like you could tackle this pitch. And why I brought strike rates up when uh, when you kind of mentioned that what do you remember from this match and having a look back at strike rates is I remember India being very timid, and which is why I say that team looked jaded. It looked off is because you can't. play the first match of a world cup and just look like you're trying to smoothen out rough edges or you're trying to kind of see where to go you can't you can't look lost in your world cup opener and yeah and it's just we're talking purely in terms of perceptions it does not matter even if you're lost so uh, current you even look at the current world cup that we had the 2019 one uh, the team wasn't uh, sure there were there were rough edges in the team but confidence though starting sir it's exactly. not like a, yeah it's just about like sh- showing up it's it's got nothing to do with uh, whether or not your team doesn't have problems it's just the fact that you have to own the fact that you're in a tournament and 
they looked very out of place man if you so uh, i rewatched it just before uh, this uh, podcast as well so in the you first over itself i i watched it twice because like i needed notes so uh, sevag almost gets run out in like the first over yeah yeah okay. <laughs> out of out of out of sheer laziness like who you expect ki ha sevag is a kind of person who does not ground the bat or whatever but this was absurd this this wo first over se hi pata chalna chahiye tha ki we are like bangladesh are going to be on top of this this was a team i wouldn't say they were hungrier to win or uh, they were let's say possessed or they had a great day but from that first over like the fact that it made it into the highlight reel okay ek to ganguly and sevag both have collisions okay so like i don't know running between the wickets are already dicey but sevag near i i to me everybody on the uh, feel that they were saying that okay uh, sevag is definitely not out to me it looked like very touch and go one frame before that and he would have been out without having faced a single ball i don't know how that did not jolt this team into like okay we're attacking bangladesh seriously but uh, yeah in, i think a couple of balls after that seva gets out by trying like wo inside edge luck ke of mashafi murtaza he gets out yeah and you know how sometimes in football matches and me being a united fan i kind of am pretty used to this phenomenon is that right now if say you're facing a weaker team by stature i mean uh and in the first right at the kick off like a like a midfielder or defender from the wicket uh, wicket team tackles really hard that and that gives a huge lift to that team it happened against newcastle in the season that's going on uh, and i remember texting a friend of mine that newcastle now look like peak barcelona and that newcastle team wasn't a world beating newcastle and they still beat us the, so the point i'm trying to make here is that you have that moment from which a the momentum shifts and secondly a hungrier team kind of gets that boost that all right game on and uh, so this kind of leads us into uh, the point that ba- where what i made that india looked an older team bangladesh in turn was super young like they, their average age was 23 and tamim was 18 mushfiq and shakib were 19 and mortaza was was had some experience but he was also 24 this was a super young team and they they played like it they played with all gusto all enthusiasm it was pretty amazing to see them that way yeah so uh, tamim uh, shakib and mushfiqur were all from the same under 19 team uh, which happened like the 2006 under 19 world cup team and right. uh, so one thing yeah this team was super young but it's not like they were Uh, like there were no old players as well they had decent old guard players uh, yeah rafiq and bashar and all those right yeah and uh, so i was looking this up and from the 2006 team okay uh, from the indian 2006 team all right this is who all we had we had uh, rohit sharma we had ravindra jadeja we had manish pandey and we had uh, cheteshwar pujara who had top scored in a limited overs tournament hmm. okay you had these four players from the under 19 team of 2006 and none of them made it to the final squad in uh, 2007 like not to say that uh, how do you displace someone like a tendulkar or a ganguly or dravid but like not even one person from the squad made it to the uh, final 11 whereas for uh, bangladesh three pe- these three people were not only in like in the squad but they were making their world cup debuts so i fair enough uh, yeah 
yeah and uh, i remember reading very clearly that even in the for the champions trophy uh, squad uh, that like we lost right we lost the champions trophy uh, rohit sharma was in the probables list but he wasn't picked so uh, like i'm not saying had rohit sharma been here he would have won this game but uh, it just goes to show that like a younger team was willing to take more risks and they were they were ready to pounce they were ek to live wire on the field Okay. On top of that, it did not help the fact that everyone was playing rash shots. Oh yeah, poor okay. shots. Like you're right, you're very right. Dhoni poor shots. He played some horrible okay. shots. Okay, uh, Dhoni getting out for a duck. Like not not Three the first time. Three people scored ducks, right? Dhoni and uh, Agarkar. Uh, yeah, and Harbhajan. But okay, yeah. Agarkar and Harbhajan fine. Like Agarkar might have a hundred in tests, but that's besides the point. It's it's a World Cup game. Anything can happen. Uh, Zaheer Khan and Munaf Patel scored fifteen. Man, like the. They, they scored more than Tendulkar, <laughs> <laughs> but didn't they also have that partnership which got us to a respectable total? Like I think we were some one one forty, one fifty for nine, and then Zaheer and Munaf got Munaf got us to like a one ninety kind of situation. Yeah, we were one fifty nine for nine. <laughs> yeah, so can you imagine that? Like, and this is like no disrespect to Bangladesh, but uh, and that's why I make this point. We were too timid. The moment the ball started moving. And I think Mashrafi was really good with managing his pace. He was never express, but he kind of bowled in the one thirties, early one thirties. He he bowled the right pace. He got the movement. And the moment we saw that, we kind of just fell into a shell. We were like, "Oh damn, the ball's moving now. Now what to do?" Yeah, and, and like, that played into the hands of one twenty nine man. Like, yeah, what do you call this innings? Test match killed, right? Yeah, like the only person who managed to get a move on was Yuvraj Singh. Like uh, you know that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio meme, right? Where he's just pointing at the TV, recognizing what's happening. So, yes. Yeah, that's what I was when I was watching this game again. Because since I had blocked it out, I don't remember much of like which player did what. I just remember losing, right? And to uh, like see someone like uh, like Shakib Al Hasan who had a fantastic World Cup like last year. Okay, to see uh, Mushfiqur Rahim and Tamim, these are all now like top players for Bangladesh. And like while I was rewatching this like a couple of days ago, I I was literally like, oh, no wonder we lost. Like yeah. these are these are damn good players. It's not it's not even like a so uh, we can now get get into the second innings where uh, where I had tuned in. I remember not watching this game properly live. Bo. Uh, because time zone difference, did not know what time the match was happening. I remember news space seeing one uh, like breaking news: India are all out for uh, uh, 191. So I'm like, oh, what happened? So because I remember turning it off once Tendulkar got out. So uh, what ended up happening is like we had like you had a good point to make here about like how the second inning started. The pattern I draw from that first match thing is in the 2003 World Cup. Also, we played our first match in Paul. And against Netherlands, and we we scored only 204, and we couldn't pick up the pitch. We struggled. We batted first. We struggled against the pace, and we only could score 204. But then our bowling lineup was kind of aggressive enough to stifle Netherlands. Extremely aggressive. Huh? Zahir at his peak, Srinath, and all those guys really went at Netherlands. What happened here is that the bowling also looked off the pace. They Can weren't. They won't. They didn't look like they're going to win this game. Now, one ninety-one is very defendable. It even on a feather bed of a pitch, lower totals have been defended. 
and uh, so hence i which is why i keep making the point that this 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 team just looked uh, off because even when they started bowling they never looked like okay we're going to try and get a few wickets because they got one early wicket and then tamim and mushfiq kind of played three four overs off so just to see off the pace figure out how the pace pitch was behaving pitch had kind of eased out due to the sun uh but it never looked like they're going to pick more wickets and then tamim had that over where he stepped out and whacked so he over covers and that was it that that shot was pretty much it bangladesh was not going to lose after that shot. again like one youngster true but like the bigger point was you would not expect like a bangladesh team to step up and india has no answers so uh, when that that very over you're talking about like 15 runs were scored off that zaheer over it reminded me of the 2003 uh final over but that was to australia and that was also because zaheer was probably nervous and like first world cup final and like ob- obviously like your heart will be pacing and what not this was like to be extremely like even if you want to give bangladesh respect this was still bangladesh this was still like india still had all the wealth of experience all the uh, let's say backing to beat this team and you had someone like a tamim iqbal who was relatively unknown at the time we know now how talented he is we know now uh, like that the kind of cricketer that he will become but that is only because we have 13 years of experience with us right now at that time he's still a youngster right and to have yeah and at that time 15 run nikala from that one zaheer over where zaheer at one point he goes around the wicket to uh, like change the angle or whatnot and still he wax him over the leg side and even when i'm rewatch when i rewatched it i i it blew my mind like you would not expect a 17 year old to one do this to a very good bowler let alone do this to a bowler in at a world cup game like if that did not signal enough for someone to be more aggressive with their captaincy to be with more aggressive with their bowling i don't know what to make of it like uh, ian bishop says uh, so ian bishop was in the commentary box throughout this uh, stream that i watched and uh, one thing extremely uh, let's say poignant observations like dravid has got his goggles on okay throughout this whole uh, game and uh, uh, ian bishop like says something like uh, it's a good thing that he's got his goggles on because uh, you cannot see the nervousness behind his eyes like, i can trust you all the nail biting that you are seeing right now is happening for real Ooh. and yeah and i'm like wow <laughs> like everybody could see this this team sweating bullets and uh, this is one like it's not it's like there were dropped catches like like dhoni dropped what what he would otherwise catch in his sleep like he was sharp as ever uh, behind the stumps even in the 2019 world cup what happened here no one knows like he dropped what by his standards as a setter like there, there were all these factors no i won't say factors like whenever you re- looking back now we think ki uh, this was like a massive upset and uh, this was this game where uh, like india just like could not uh like just did not do that well or like maybe it was an even fight whereas when you look at it now bangladesh overplayed india completely this was not even an upset this was a comprehensive win like you had th- the three youngsters tamim shakib and mushfiqur all scoring 50s yeah indeed it is mix of audacity like the audacity of youth taking on a team that was jaded mentally more than more than anything else more than looking off the pace why does a team that talented look off the pace i think mentally they were done and that kind of i think is a nice segue into our uh, into our section as to why we think this was such a 
important match for Indian cricket. And uh, is that it was a turning point. It turned Indian cricket around because firstly, it began the end for Greg Chappell. Greg Chappell was on a downward slope for a while after that entire Calcutta incident where he flipped off the fans, where he dropped Kanguli and all that. But uh, he was on a slippery slope, but this was the beginning of the end. And once you saw this match, you knew no matter what we did to Bermuda, uh, by the way, shout out to Dwayne Lagrock. <laughs> no matter what we did to Bermuda, uh, we would not beat that Sri Lanka team. Uh, yeah, I think both Pakistan and Indian cricket like, uh, got a huge jolt out of it because Pakistan would have never imagined in their wildest dreams to lose to Ireland. And similarly, India by that, at, even at that time, were looking at Bangladesh as this, this kind of uh, real younger brother who you bully in family get-together. So, to lose to them and to lose like that, one is losing, having an upset. Fair, India's had, India's lost to, uh, say, uh, relatively smaller teams before, but to be, to be whacked and thrashed like that, that was around completely. quite telling by a bunch of kids. Uh, yeah, and like uh, the, the camera guy by the end of it was just like taking the piss out of who was watching the game. So, uh, for or from what I could tell, obviously, since it's happening in West Indies, you did not have that, as much of home support there, right? It's hard for like Indians or Bangladeshis to travel there. So, uh, there was maybe just one stand full of both Indian and Bangladeshi fans. And uh, every time something happened, it went to the, the camera went to the same stand. Okay, so like you could only see the same, let's say, twenty to thirty fans for every uh, reaction. But the second thing, uh, people brought placards to the game, and uh, like this one big placard that the camera pans to when like Bangladesh is just like one uh, run away from winning. Uh, like the placard says, "Rock the Caribbean, let's be world champions, India." And someone just leaves the placard there and goes home. So the oh, camera wow. captures that while the winning runs are being hit and like it just like okay now given like we're 13 years away from it and uh, like we can like it doesn't hurt us as much when you think about it but uh, at least it signaled the fact that one you have to take every team very seriously and uh, two Bangladesh were no longer minnows if I'm, I'm not sure what the records are but from my memory every game against Bangladesh has been very, very, very tight. In in world tournaments, yes, they have never like yeah. been pushovers, but that was also like the beginning of the end of the older guard, which was kind of so the the crowd was captain, and he was he was a tactically very astute captain, and uh, Tendulkar was vice captain, and I think they were still at the helm when India went to England and Ireland after the World Cup. But I think once once Dhoni did his thing at the T Twenty World Cup. Then it was no looking back uh, because Dhoni immediately prioritized fielding. Dhoni immediately uh, brought in a, brought in the younger guys and, like you said, Rohit Sharma got into the team at that England tour. He he was immediately drafted in. Suresh Raina came back into the team. Uh, by the next year, Virat Kohli started playing. So a bunch of young kids started coming into the team, which is very necessary. You can't you can't have a older team going around at a time when world cricket was moving to a fitter, faster space. And yeah, also, Australia. that's Australia, let's, let's not, <laughs> like, no matter how old Matthew Hayden, and Andrew Simons, Gilchrist get there still, they can have yeah, a squash but, ball, golf ball in their uh, gloves and score a hundred in a World Cup final. 
so <laughs> they are wired differently uh, i'm very thankful for uh, you know the tendulkar number for experiment finally and uh, i checked the check the records he after the world cup he played 79 odi matches and he opened in all of them and thankfully with this world cup the penny dropped uh, 18 years into his odi career and 13 years since he started opening the batting that please is the most comfortable when he's facing the new ball is india's most competent opener is the world's most competent opener why would you play him at four and uh, because you have ganguly um uh, in in the words of our great philosopher jose mourinho i choose not to speak <laughs> so uh no there was no doubt that sachin was always a opener and uh, yes he could bat at number five he was talented but you can't take the world's best batsman out of his most stable position and this is a time when he had recovered from the tennis elbow he was on his way back he was playing well because he went to england after this and he 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 played really well so uh, from the opening spot so uh, i'm i'm glad that happened and what uh, what really hit home because within 8 months from this we went to australia to play the cd series under dhoni and we won we won an odi series in australia and what really hit home was a need to have a slick team a team that fielded well a team that was throwing out themselves around and a team that was told by the captain that no one spot is secure uh, i remember having this discussion with you about red chapel before that uh, poor man management all that but he showed the mirror to an indian team who were not ready to look at the mirror and that was you want to call it his problem uh, i don't know but uh, he showed the mirror that this is not a team built for success by design we were not made for success and i think the one the moment we started changing in terms of fitness fielding running between the wickets uh, because that's one point that dhoni also made right while dropping senior members given uh, going forward was that i want us to be great runners between the wickets and so many of these senior players are not they will hit two boundaries of the plane like 20 dots and that doesn't cut it not anymore so like uh, all the things you mentioned were the reasons why we lost this game uh, like yeah. again uh ek ek ian bishop had like a great uh, like uh, time commentating over this game like this munaf patel at cover okay and uh, the ball goes between his feet for four he was at cover yeah and one bishop is like why is he at cover yeah. <laughs> two like if why why would why would you want like munaf patel is good at the outfield like he's good at bowling he's not a good fielder why is he there and udari like like everything about this game was like 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 you said maybe we were destined to lose but uh, yeah man like i'm glad we did because it gave us that shock and it gave us the great victories that came after right but uh, the fact that i had to watch this game twice right now and i still uh, don't feel too bad about it means that uh, i think like us uh, indian fans should uh, revisit these uh, old iconic losses to know and, where how uh, far we've come yeah not only how far we've come it's a bit cathartic you feel nicer and like maybe like me you'll be like oh that's why they lost of course they would they had shakib ulasan in their side yeah they played shakib mushfiq and tamim really played well like yeah, they man. were outstanding in that match and like 
probably the final point both of us want to make is that uh, in the in the World Cup final four years hence, uh, which is in 2011, everyone but Virat Kohli and Suresh Raina were part of this 2007 World Cup. And if you now go back and watch some of the matches from 2007 World Cup, especially the semi-final, and if you look at the fielding effort in the semi-final, if you look at the fielding effort in the first 10 overs and actually all through in the final, you will know the difference that uh, that these four years under Dhoni and his, his, his uh, kind of priority towards fielding name. And uh, yeah, I think a uh, huge turning point in Indian cricket. Uh, and uh, like, you, like you said, course, it was, we needed that jolt as a country that, wow, as in we are behind. <laughs> <laughs> so like what game do you want to watch next? Do you want to just have the best Kathakis and watch India-Bangladesh 2011 World Cup next? Just Sehwag uh-huh. is going out there, okay, I'll avenge. I'll score the entirety of India's total on 2007 myself. <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but maybe let, let, we, can, we can pick whatever match. We can, maybe we can pick the uh, 2008 CB Series final, winning in Australia is fun. Yeah, or maybe the, uh, the Sydney test. Wow, you are in a real dark place, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, man, like given, uh, like, so we have to look back at like dark moments and like then maybe we'll realize how far we've come. But uh, yeah, this is going to be fun. Like I'm looking forward to what we might discuss next. Cool. Awesome. On that yeah. note, thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode. Until then, hashtag voice played well. Yeah, boy. no, voice did not play well today. Okay, bye. Okay, Bangladesh fine. Bangladesh <laughs> Bangladesh